You are listening live to the program. Your teams, your town, your program. I'll tell you what, there's nothing like playoff football. You could feel that same energy the week before against Miami at Arrowhead. It's just, uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you play. If you rally together with the, with the men and women that you got and the, and the, and the team that you got, um, like I said, you can play anywhere you want to. you got to bring that juice no matter who's in the crowd. He's going to take all 11 of us, man. You know, we got pursued relentlessly to get him down. And, you know, he's an excellent athlete, excellent quarterback. And, you know, uh, we got to do our jobs. we got to do our 111th. And, you know, uh, getting him down is not easy. And, like I said, he's going to take all 11 of us to pursuit to the ball, contain him, and, you know, uh, keep him up and keep him in pump. I ain't thinking about it. a single one I did. I already accomplished. I'm thinking about this one on Sunday, and I want him more than I ever wanted one in my life. Just you build it up, you know, the, the different challenges we've had this year, the type of team that we have, the camaraderie we have in that locker room. I want it for the guys next to me. It's um it's a good feeling, but uh but we gotta get we gotta get the job done. And now, not sure what to buy next, a third hat or a second shirt, Seren Petro. Right you are, Kay, right you are, Petro on the program on Sports Radio 810 WHB. My wife wishes. It was just a third hat. 30th. <laughs> I mean, third today. Hat. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. Okay, that uh, that I'll buy. Uh, we are at a place that is like a candy store for kids, but it's for adults. It's Rally House, the spot to come and get yourself outfitted, stocked up, decked out. Deck out your man cave, deck out your tailgate, deck out your festivities if you're having everybody over for the game. Got to look good, and, uh, of course, Rally House has everything you need. 19 locations around the uh, metro, including Casey and Lawrence. Uh, online at rallyhouse.com. You can find your closest location there online or uh, just shop online. All the great merchandise there at rallyhouse.com, your premier destination to uh, shop Chiefs gear ahead of this sixth straight AFC Championship game appearance. Hoodies, T-shirts, sweats, drinkware, uh, kitchenware, everything you need to make your party uh, the biggest and best party in Kansas City. Rally House has thousands of styles to choose from for men, women, kids, babies, even pets. Do you need a little uh, onesie? You know, I'm looking at a Patrick Mahomes onesie. If you are the mother or father of anyone aged three months to 12 months and you don't have a Patrick Mahomes onesie or a mini Patrick Mahomes jersey, you can march right back to the hospital where you brought that kid home from and you can take him back. I mean, why why would you shame this child? And not let them be decked out in their Patrick Mahomes gear. Why would you do it? You call yourself a parent and you don't have a Patrick Mahomes onesie? What are we doing here, people? A kid has enough things to overcome, much less the embarrassment of not having a Mahomes onesie. Are you kidding me? You know, does your dog have a chief's bone to gnaw on? Do you want the dog to go out there? It's enough. That the dog has to use the bathroom in front of all of the world to see. Yep. But on top of it, to be the only dog in the neighborhood to not have a chief's dog bone. <laughs> you know, a chief's toy to play with. <laughs> but what are you doing? Again, what are we doing here, people? Kind you know, can somebody help me out here? Idea. There's there's one place that can protect your child, your dog, from the shame and embarrassment that they will feel. The, the dog is a chihuahua already. It's like, it's like half naked when you let him out. Get a Patrick Mahomes little dog shirt on him. Let's go. What are we doing? One place, Rally House, the only place 
Rally House is the only place, you know? Curtis, there's yep. one place. Where's that place? Uh, I think it's Rally House. It's Rally House is what it is. When people come over and they enter your dwelling, you know, they're they're not savages. They wipe their feet. But are they wiping their feet on some ratty, coarse mat? Or is it a beautiful Red Chiefs mat to wipe their feet off? What do you, what What are you doing to your guests? Are you giving them a Chiefs mat to wipe their feet off? If you're not, one place. One place. Rally House. That's it. Yep. It's the only place. You know? I mean, look... You know, some of it seems so easy, but clearly it wasn't because there was nobody doing this until Rally House. Great KC company, locally owned and operated. Got everybody covered. Man, woman, child, pet. Is that a little chief's helmet for a turtle? I think it is. Uh I don't know. I might have made that one up. I don't know. But I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet if there is one, they got it. I'll say that. I'll find out. if you You got a pet turtle and you need a chief's helmet. You know, they probably have something you you could you could use. Maybe there's a chief shot glass you could put on the turtle's head. I don't. I don't think it would suffocate the turtle. I don't. Where do turtles breathe from? Do they have noses? I don't know. Never looked up close. <laughs> my my turtle knowledge is uh, is limited as well. I think they do breathe. Um, their how nose, about? Though. Do they have a nose? We can confirm. They have okay. holes in the front of their face. I was the. I am the guy who didn't know that uh, shrimp have eyes. Did you know that? I just thought they were just gonna, you know, just bumping around in the dark. Yeah, I don't know how it works. They get what caught so often. They don't. They, they don't see. My they they, they, can't see, they can't see the hunter. They can't see the net. Oh damn! I got yeah. caught. Well, they're not. We, they're not elusive. True story. We confirm that. They seem to be in my pasta all the time. Yeah. Well, this guy, he wasn't quick. <laughs> right here. Um, did you know, Curtis, that if the Chiefs beat the Ravens uh, on Sunday, that uh, Rally House will open immediately? Like buzzer and then boom, doors are open. And you can get uh, all your uh, Super Bowl gear, AFC Championship gear, everything you need. They're going to reopen the stores. And you can be the first one on your block to have the uh, official AFC Championship gear. Uh, Rally House will do that. So as we're counting down to a Chiefs victory, I'm certainly hopeful. As we're counting down to a Chiefs victory, you're also counting down to when they open the doors at Rally House. You know? So go go somewhere to dinner on Sunday night wearing your AFC, your 2023 AFC Champions T-shirt or sweatshirt. Yeah. And if... If you uh, follow uh, Rally House on social media, uh, Rally House underscore Rally, excuse me, Rally underscore House is how you follow them on, on social media. You'll get all the updates. They update things like you know, here's the latest, greatest AFC Championship shirt, uh, you know, hoodie. You know, it's all right there. You can follow. Make sure you're on top of not missing any of the great gear. Of course, if you want things that are signature to Kansas City or KUK State, Missouri, all the local colleges. How about Monarchs gear? How about sporting gear? Royals gear? Uh, all of that is here as well. So uh, if you need to stock up, you know, I, I'll bet what are the odds that they have in uh, a, a hoodie that looks like, you know, maybe Andy Reid, but it's not Andy Reid. It's just a hat and the headphones and a mustache and everything. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> I'd love to see that. It's fantastic. Stellar. I may have to get it. 
I don't know. I don't know if they have it in you know plus sizes, but uh, you know. I'll have to take a look. It's pretty pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. Uh, yes, uh, Rally House, you know it. You love it. We all do. They have literally everything we could possibly want. When it comes to our fandom, and they're happy to share it with you, more stuff arriving all the time. We're at 95th and Quivira. 9750 Quivira is the location we're at, 19 around the metro. Uh, stop on by and say hello. We'd love to see you uh, here. We'd love to get you decked out. Uh, and we'd love to get your, uh, really especially, I mean, this one, it's for the kids. So the kids and pets, you know, uh, if, if they're not decked out, there's only one place in town that can do that. And that's right here at Rally House. All right. So, mm-hmm. you know, what do you want? Want your kid at daycare I'm, being picked on already? All right. I'm sure last year you might. Well, if they go next year, then I'll get something for, you know, for the fish or for the cat. Well, this is this year now. They did it. So take care of your pets yeah. and, and, and your kids. Yeah. Yeah. One stop. Uh, we have a lot. Yeah, we, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said one stop. One stop. One stop. One stop. That's everything you need. Napkins. Do you need napkins with the Chiefs on it? She found them. You need a bobblehead? Mama, Mahomes bobblehead? I would, I would ask that gentleman right behind you. He's like a boss. <laughs> He's one of the big guys. He's a boss. Then off they go. To, to find exactly what she wants. There, you know, there it is. <laughs> it's just amazing. that easy. You ask, and they point. They say, yeah, it's, it's right here. It's like about a, this. It's like a website in a store. Um, I will say this, just FYI, uh, Mahomes jerseys only in infant sizes. No adult Mahomes jerseys. Everybody turned their head. They wheeled around on me like, <laughs> what on God's <laughs> earth? No, of course they yeah. have Mahomes jerseys yeah. in all sizes. Yeah. Now, I do want to say this. Um we have a, a, a rule in the program. You know, you go, I'll give you up to three bills, but you're three plus, you, you can't wear 15. All right, get your Chris Jones, mm-hmm. get your George Karloftis, yep. you know, get you one of the big boy numbers. I There's nothing worse than, you know, a four and a half, pound, you know, four fitty guy, and he's rocking the, the you know, Doug Flutie. No, no. You buy an appropriate... Number jersey for your your little feller. I would avoid ninety five. Like don't don't be like rocking Chris Jones if you're going like a buck thirty five. Yeah. Don't be doing it. Vic, leave the big boys yep. the big boy numbers. Stop fronting. Okay, that might be. Yeah, I might stop by Rally House as a celebration for a milestone. Then, sir, and because I began the year. At twenty five over your your fifteen limit on the jersey, and I'm now just okay. ten pounds away from it. So nice. If I hit, so that, wait a minute. Does that mean? Does that mean you've lost five pounds or you've lost twenty five pounds? What does that it mean? Means I've lost fifteen. Fifteen since okay. the start of the year. Nice. So Rally House, look for a less tubby guy <laughs> to buy a fifteen jersey in a couple of weeks. Well, you can buy it. I just you can't wear it to work. Okay, until you're understated goal. (laughs) I'll bring the scale with me. (laughs) we'll have to get confirmation. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 have to. We want to we want to actually see you step on the scale and see if you justify wearing a quarterback's number. I might have to wait a little bit then, because I. uh, Well, let's just say you don't want me. You don't want to see me in the outfit I weigh myself in. (laughs) The onesies are right there, man. You know, you you take a shot, you hope, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you don't want to swing and miss. I got that one right. Did you, you don't want to swing and miss on that one. No. You know what I mean, Kay? Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, all right. We got a big program coming for you today. Danny Unleashed in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Danny will uh, we'll find a jersey that says like a half. You know, that'll be <laughs> like, the number he baby gets. Baby J. Danny's not big enough to warrant a full number, uh, so yeah, he'll get he'll get a baby J uh, Chiefs jersey if, while he's. They even have Derek Thomas jerseys up there for God's sake. Joe Montana jerseys are here. You want to be retro and old school? Only one place. Only one place. Um, two minute drill at four. Adam Teicher in the four o'clock hour. Kevin Harlan. That's right, people. I said Kevin Harlan. I don't know if you uh, if you're out there and you're driving around. That's right. We know Kevin Harlan. We do. We've spoken. We, we're, you know, I have we're at least friendly. Number. I mean, I'd like to call Kevin my friend. I hope he would call me his friend. I, But we definitely know him. And you know what? And so he don't wants, miss that in the 5 o'clock hour. He wants you to know him, too. So his phone number is... It, it, <laughs> that. <laughs> Kevin probably would be like, oh, they did, those rascals. Well, how are you? <laughs> Wait, now, what part of town do you live in? That's what Kevin would say if we did that, if we actually gave his number out uh, on the air. Uh, yes, the great one, Kevin Harlan, will be with us in the uh, 5 o'clock hour, so we look forward uh, to that. Uh, let's start with, and by the way, you, you, I don't want to hear it. I told you it was going to happen, unless you call and say it. I'll write it down, 913-310-810. Predictions on the game. I'm not coming off mine. I'm rooting against my prediction with all my heart and soul. Uh, 24-17 Ravens is my prediction. I, I, I'm not happy about it, but I think things point to that. But I definitely can see the path to how they get there. Uh, just to remind folks, what did you go with, Curtis? Uh, I'm going. I didn't put an actual number on that. I I like that. Uh, yeah. I like that margin. Fence setter. I like that margin, but uh, just a skosh higher. I like twenty-seven twenty Baltimore. Twenty-seven twenty Baltimore. Okay. All right. Uh, where are you at? Uh, not so slim. <laughs> I actually but slimmer. I think the uh, Ravens yeah. sort of put it out of reach with a late score. I got twenty-seven seventeen Ravens. Twenty-seven seventeen. Okay. There it is. Those are our predictions. That's where we sit on this game. Uh, what does a Chiefs win look like, though? Let's start there. Let's stay with the positive. Uh, what is the path to victory for the Kansas City Chiefs? Curtis, I know you said you didn't sleep a wink last night trying to uh, reverse engineer what a Chiefs victory looks like. What did you come up with after hours of deliberation? I think that comes with a, a high risk, maybe, uh, defensive approach, aggression, which leads to at least one Baltimore turnover or at the very least uh, a, a number of m- mistakes. I, I think it's going to come from them blunting uh, the Baltimore attack more so than hitting a lot of offensive play. So to me, a Chiefs win is a little more low scoring uh, than you'd often think. Um, so I, I think that comes from the defense making several plays, at least one pick, uh, one turnover, maybe two, and a mistake-free, uh, at least efficient, if not a, a overly productive offense. Just don't make any mistakes of themselves. Something similar to what we saw against the Bills. 
maybe not quite as as as, uh, as much per play, but that kind of a game, somewhere in the 340 to 350 yard game, maybe a couple of touchdowns from Mahomes. Uh, but the most important thing is, is is no mistakes. But the most important thing of all of them is to force Baltimore mistakes. So that's that's how I see a Chiefs win is them um, winning the turnover battle plus two, forcing some mistakes from Baltimore, getting some short fields, and just being mistake free on offense. Okay. All right. Um, I will weigh in um, at more than I'd like and and give you my opinion uh, on the game. Um, I think a Chiefs win uh, looks like uh, I, I, I agree with you because to your point about it, it you know being less than you think. I think the defenses both rise up and the defenses have a day, and it becomes about that one drive, that that one score, and the experience of the Kansas City Chiefs, and particularly of Patrick Mahomes, uh, lends itself. I think four field goals, a good day for Harrison Butker. Uh, you know, I think like getting to 20 via four field goals and a touch and a two for the uh, Chiefs to stretch it out, and like a 20-16 to 16 Chiefs win mm-hmm. would be where I, I would feel it with, you know, maybe – you know, getting that that two to to put them up twenty to thirteen. Ravens get a three, and then it ends up being a stalemate at the end. I'm I'm kind of with your logic that a Chiefs win is both defenses are rocking it. Do we do we see the scenario where you know this is billed as the two best defenses and they go up and down against the field? I saw a stat that Patrick Mahomes against the number one defense in his career when he's played the number one defense is three and one and averages three hundred and thirty six yards a game through the air against the number one defense in the NFL when he's played the number one defense in his in his career. Teams that went on to be is how I think it was phrased on ESPN. Teams that went on to finish the year as the number one overall defense, which He's 3-1 and at 336 yards, and I think it was a QBR of 82, which is a good number, by the way, yeah, folks. Yeah, it's not passer rating. 82 is a really – yeah, it's not passer rating. It's a really good number uh, to have. So basically stating that when he plays the number one defense, he gets the better of it. Do we, do we see a path that has them winning some kind of 34-31 game? Um, yeah, a, a path, but it, it does seem to be very, very unlikely. I, I think either one of these offenses, we've seen what they can do when they've got the other side figured out. If if uh, an, uh, the Chiefs use an aggressive approach and it gets burned, I can see them, the Ravens getting up there, and I can see Andy Reid scheming up uh, some, some some plays to, to lead, maybe get a couple of big big hitters uh, from from the Chiefs' offense. I can see a path. It just seems really unlikely to me. I, I think I think if we get into the 30s, if both teams get into the 30s, on the Chiefs' end, there's a defensive or special team score. Yeah, probably so. You know, I, I hope not. I hope I hope Andy Reid has got the cheat code for whatever it is the Baltimore Ravens have been doing. But I, I you know, and I and I think the takeaways the Chiefs would need to. I think for a win, the Chiefs are going to have to win the turnover battle uh, in this one, and I think they're going to have to stay on the field. I don't think they can. Yeah. You know, I think for the most part, time of possession is an overrated statistic, not for the Chiefs in this game. I think he needs to. Uh, he being Andy Reid needs to employ a little bit of uh, Bill Snyder, a little deliberateness. Hey, Pat, listen, we don't need to be rocking the snap at 14, 15 seconds. Go ahead, take your time, get everybody settled, let them get a look around. Let's make sure we limit how many snaps our defense has got to be on the field. Let's keep them as fresh as possible. If they're fresh, we can go toe-to-toe with their offense. Uh, and then let's count on Andy Reid. You know, if I'm Andy, I'd say, 
I, I, I've got some magic bullets that are going to get us points. We, we're, we're not going to need, you know, 12 possessions to make this thing happen. That's that's the path that I see for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we'll take your predictions. Thoughts on the game, 913-310-810. If you got thoughts on gearing up for game day, no better place than Rally House. They've been taking care of us here in Kansas City for years. Rally House has got you covered with 19 locations around the metro. You can find them online at rallyhouse.com. Find the location nearest you. We're here at 95th and Quivira. Everybody getting stocked up with all the very latest when it comes to hoodies, t-shirts, sweats, uh, anything for your man cave. Uh, how about a Chiefs blanket? You know, do you got a blanket for sitting down, like chilly evenings? Uh, you throw a Chiefs blanket on, we keep blankets downstairs. Uh, I got a Chiefs blanket. It's absolutely fantastic. You can get yours right here at Rally House. Find them online at rallyhouse.com. Follow them on social media. Rally underscore house uh, is how you do that. That's rally underscore house. Uh, more from the program. Take your calls next here in the program live at Rally House. All right, we're taking your phone calls here on the program as we broadcast live at Rally House, 9750 Quivira. It's a little bit south of 95th Street on the uh, west side of Quivira, right across the street from the Oak Park Mall. You can come on out, get stocked up for everything you need on game day. Listen, if you're having everybody over, uh, drinkware, glassware, that's always really important. Uh, plates, napkins, you need all that gear. They got all that as well. How about a football to take out the next time to try to get autographs from uh, everybody? They got it. Chiefs, uh, autographable footballs. Uh, they got that here as well. And of course, baseball seasons around the corner. You can do a little baseball shopping as well. Uh, Star of the show, though, is the Chiefs gear. Jerseys of all kinds, even retro jerseys. They got them. Uh, Any one of 19 locations can help you out. Go to rallyhouse.com to see the one nearest you. And shop online right there at rallyhouse.com if that works better for you. 913-310-810. Let's go to the phones. Uh, We'll start with Travis. Travis, what do you got? What are you thinking in this one? Well, before I there, Pedro. I got to tell you, to my surprise, when I turned on ESPN Radio a few weeks ago and heard this uh, this sultry voice of Sorrent Pedro uh, doing uh, ESPN Radio, <laughs> it, uh, my wife, you would have thought that I met uh, that I heard uh, or met uh, Taylor Swift. I was like, that's our guy. Holy cow! Pedro doing on ESPN Radio. So congratulations, man, on that. That was that was pretty cool uh, for for me. Anyway. Well, thank you. You're very uh, kind. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. So the way that I've talked myself into a Chiefs win here, um, I got the Chiefs winning twenty to seventeen in overtime. So it's going to be a pucker factor of about eleven through the whole game for me. Um, <laughs> here's the thing uh, for me: the Chiefs have the best player on the field. Uh, I think they have the best coach on the field. I can't find myself betting against Patrick Mahomes. I just can't do it. So even though all the stats and everything should say, says that the, the Ravens should win, I'm not betting against Pat. But my thing with this Ravens defense, you know, everybody's talking about how great it is, and it is good. It's really good. Uh, you know, the San Francisco game, Brock Purdy put his defense in a terrible position that entire game, and that game was kind of over before it started. I mean, I think they had like four or five possessions uh, in plus territory, the Ravens did, uh, just off his numbers. Um, as much as everybody wants to say that the Chiefs haven't seen a defense like like the Ravens, I think the same can be said for Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's seen a defense as good as ours. So um, I got the Chiefs winning. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to uh, be a, a, a terrible experience <laughs> to be stressed out and sit there and watch and, and everything. But I just right. I can't go again. You can be Pat and you get Eddie Pat together, look out. Uh, so I, I, I'm a yeah. So, I, I, so. 
I, I think I think that's a great point. Uh, great, great stuff there, Travis. Again, thank you for the kind words. I, I'll say this: several things that, that you touched upon there. Um, one. You're right. I, I hadn't given thought to the Ravens haven't seen a defense as good, you know, other than their own in practice, right? But uh, in a game, they haven't played a defense as good because the Ravens are number one and the Chiefs are number two. So from that standpoint, this will be their touch challenge uh, to go up against the defense uh, this year. So I think that is interesting. We, you know, we're spending all this time talking about well, how do the Chiefs move it against the Ravens? Well, the Ravens got to figure out how to move it against the Chiefs, and I, and I think that's an underrated part of it. So, so I I, I do like that part uh, of the equation as well. And um, you know, I, the the pucker factor I love. I think it is. I hope it's that kind of game because it means that you're going toe to toe. And I think you're right with the best of the best on your side. Not a bad place to be if we know it's going to come down to one drive. Like if I could tell you right now, fifty nine minutes in, you're down three. And Pat has the ball. Would you take it? Whatever might happen. I yes. would. Right? One minute to go. Mahomes with the ball. You feel good he's going to get at least a field goal. If not a touchdown, I'll take that scenario. So the pucker factor, I think, is is an important part of the equation as well. Um, but and, and as far as, you know, betting on the Chiefs, listen, I'm picking the Ravens. I will bet the Chiefs because I've said it before. And, I, and this is how I wager, right? It's about the math. Patrick Mahomes, as an underdog, is 9-1-1 one, one against the spread. I don't think I'm going to play it on the money line, but I'll take him plus the three-and-a-half points just because I do that every time he's a dog. And it pays dividends. And I don't want to be the guy who tries to figure out what time he's not going to do it. I do it every time. And you got a pretty good shot of coming away a winner, so I think you got a good point on that one as well. Let's take a break, Eric. You're coming up next here in the program. Welcome back here in the program here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Time to talk to the man, the myth, the legend. He is Eric Eager, the Vice President of Research and Development for Sumer Sports, the leading analytics football site out there. Eric Eager, the best when it comes to uh, breaking down the analytics of the game of football. He's proudly brought to you by our friends at GAN Asphalt and Concrete, locally owned and operated. That's right. Great Kansas City company is GAN. Uh, been making parking lot problems disappear since 1994 with free consultations, no commissions, in-house crews. Every single project comes with a written warranty. You can find them online right now at ganasphalt.com or call 816-484-3338. Gan Asphalt and Concrete, the best in the business. One contractor, all things parking lot. We're broadcasting uh, live here at Rally House uh, where you can uh, get everything you need to gear up for game day. 19 locations around the metro online at rallyhouse.com. We're here at the uh, uh, Oak Park, uh, right across the uh, street from the Oak Park Mall, right across Quivira, basically the southwest corner of 95th and Quivira. Hoodies, T-shirts, sweats, hats, drinkware, kitchenware, you name it, anything you need to get the party rocking and rolling at your place. And, of course, uh, the premier destination to stop all your Chiefs gear as the Chiefs are playing their sixth straight AFC Championship game. And do not forget, not only do they have things uh, for everybody, Men, women, kids, babies, even your pets. Don't leave them out for crying out loud. If the Chiefs beat the Ravens this weekend, remember, get to your nearest rally house immediately after the game because they will immediately reopen the stores around the Metro to celebrate that AFC championship victory, and they will have the best selection of merchandise for the big game to celebrate the championship. Uh, rally House always has you covered, locally owned and operated. Great KC company. It's Rally House. We're here at 95th and Quivira. Let's welcome our man, Eric Eager, to the festivities. Eric, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing great, Petro. I'm actually uh, right outside uh, Tulane's campus. we got a, a fun uh, contract negotiation competition that I do some judging for. So I'm getting ready for the weekend uh, in uh, sunny uh, New Orleans. Well, all right now. So tell me, a contract negotiations competition, this is a, this is for, these are Tulane students that are taking part in this? Well, they, they fly students 
from like all these different law schools to kind of do this. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, all the, you know, the, the, the VPs of player personnel end up coming from, uh, from this competition generally around the NFL. So it's, it's kind of a breeding ground for the, the people that will end up messing up the contracts of future chief players uh, one day. And are you the reason they mess it up? Because you can't judge properly? Yeah, I'm not rigorous enough, Petro. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, uh, I'm, I'm, I've had too, I had too many margaritas the night before, and I'm, I'm too, I'm too, uh, I'm too, uh, uh, flimsy with my grading. Okay. All right. Good to know. Well, it's, it's, it, you, know, you can't solve a problem unless you can first identify a problem. So that's good to know that you're willing to do that. Um, let's talk about the problems of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we know what they've been. They've been there all year. They've even been there a little bit here in two playoff wins. Uh, how problem free, how mistake free do the Chiefs have to play to beat the Ravens? Yeah, I think it's going to have to be a clean game, right? And we almost got one Sunday, right? They they went all the way until basically their last play of the first half offensively before they they had a penalty, uh, and they went all the way until you know basically what their third to last drive, if you count the um, you know the kneel downs before they they had a turnover, and that was you know again uh, something that we we said on the show last week that they needed to do uh, before they. Um, you know, we're able, uh, you know, to win as, as underdogs, uh, last week. So, um, that, that was, I think, uh, that's going to be important this week because I think the Ravens are, you know, probably the best or second best team, uh, in the entire NFL. So, um, it, it's going to be of, of paramount importance for them, uh, to play a, a clean game because the Ravens, uh, you know, are very good and they're very good, uh, you know, where the Chiefs are weak. They run the football really well. Chiefs are, you know, not a great run defense, and that kind of creeps itself up in the first, uh, you know, half of the game, uh, first three quarters of the game the other day. Uh, and, you know, again, and they, you know, also, you know, struggle a little bit. Uh, you know, you know, they're going to struggle a little bit protecting the quarterback this week without Joe Tooney. Uh, and, and the Ravens, you know, are very good pass defense, especially uh, in the front seven. Yeah, um, you mentioned uh, the run game uh, of the Baltimore Ravens. We've been talking about it. Like, how do you defend the Ravens? Do you spy Lamar Jackson? Is that the plan? Do you have to have your big personnel out there to try to stop the run, or do you just acknowledge they're going to get us in the run? Let's hope we can get a negative play here or there, get them into a passing situation, and uh, and that's where we'll take them off the field. We'll really come after Lamar Jackson and get him done. How, how do you think Steve Spagnuolo game plans this? Yeah, I think you really have to um... – you have to be heavier personnel-wise uh, and, and lean on the fact that the cornerbacks uh, for this team are really good, right? McDuffie, uh, Sneed, yeah, that's the best combination in all football. Uh, the safeties, you know, when they get Edwards, you know, I think Shamari Connor played a really good game last week in his stead, um, but they're going to probably get Edwards back. Uh, Reed has played, a good, you know, had a good season. They also have four, you know, really good linebackers, uh, and, and I think that they have to play, you know, a 4-3 base, uh, you know, they have to be heavy and they have to trust their corners. The corners have gotten them here. If they can't win on Sunday, they probably don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. And they have to, you know, play, you know, heavy up front. And Chris Jones, you know, we, we uh, Nate Tice, Mike Tice's son, you know, he showed, you know, how, how poor Jones has been as a run defender in the first, you know, two or three quarters of the game. You know, that a lot of, a lot of that has been because of his incentives. Well, he has a big incentive to make the Super Bowl. And so hopefully that shows out this week. Uh, in his effort in the run game as well as the pass game in the first part of the game. They basically have to, you know, play the run uh, and hope that their pass defense shows out the way that it has all season uh, defensively. So, Tice, his research validates that Chris Jones has not really played the run at all. 
Yeah, the effort has not been there, right? And and we, you know, we've said that. I think you you and I in group text, you know, all season have kind of, you know, but where's where's Chris Jones? And and Chris made a, obviously a humongous play at the end of the game, you know, pushing back Deion Dawkins into the face of Josh Allen in the fourth quarter of that game. Uh, you know, as a as a pass defender, you know, as a pass rusher, he's been you know really good this year. But in the run game, he's been absent. He's not a bad run defender, but throughout his career, effort has been inconsistent in that side of the ball. Uh, so, in obvious passing downs, do you spy Lamar Jackson? I think you do. I think Willie Gay is going to be healthy enough to play in this game. I think you have to. Um, I don't know if it's going to be futile, um, but I think you at least have to commit somebody there, and you have to, uh, you know, stay disciplined in the rush lanes as well. They were against Josh Allen. Josh Allen, you know, I think a lot of people think of him as a bruiser, but he was simply, you know, also athletic and fast last week uh, to step up and get away from him, um, and and that that gave the Chiefs problems as well. I thought that they their rushing lanes were much more disciplined than they were back in the previous playoff matchups. Um, and at times it didn't matter. That's just going to be kind of a pick your poison type of situation for the Chiefs. Yeah, um, no doubt. How about when we turn it around? Chiefs offense against Ravens defense. Uh, what do you look for there? What's the way to attack? Uh, what is the best defense in football? Yeah, it's, you know, they just have to be, yeah, it has to be mistake free. I think they have to, you know, run the football. And I know Pacheco's been injured. They're going to have to, you know, mix in a little bit of Edwards Alaire. I think the three tight end stuff. Makes a lot of sense, uh, and they went to that a little bit last week. And that, some of that was successful because the the Bills were injured in the front seven. They're, that's not going to be the case uh, with, with uh, the Ravens. Uh, Humphrey has a as a calf. That's probably not going to keep him out of this game. Um, you know, and they're going to have to get plays out of players who are not normally you know going to make plays for them. And they got that out of Valdez Scantling with the sixty two yards on two catches last week. Uh, they're going to need somebody else to step up, whether that be Watkins or whether that be, God forbid, McCole Hardman or somebody like that. Um, they're going to need some plays there as well. Uh, Kelsey and, and, and Rice appear uh, to be, you know, good enough, I think, for this offense to hum. But they're going to continue to need to make those plays. And the, and the thing about the Chiefs that has been, you know, ever since the Bengals game that has been better about this team is they've been actually able to make explosive plays. Uh, and that has been, you know, marred this offense all season. They, they've been unable, you know, most of the year to, you know, you get the chunk plays that have helped them put up points. That, that's that been, you know, what they've been able to do. And that will be what, you know, they can do to beat the Ravens. They'll need to be able to make big plays that can get them down the field in chunks and then finish in the red zone, which is, again, uh, an issue for them at times against Buffalo. That That's going to be the formula. If they can finish in the red zone, make big plays between the 20s, that, that'll, you know, obviously help them win. What's leading to the explosive plays? Why do you think that they're now able to do that when they weren't for almost all the year? I think Travis being healthy, um, you know, having a tight end who can who can stretch the field horizontally and vertically, it really helps. I think Rice playing fast helps the offense. And I think, you know, and Sam McDowell put this out, you know, he, he was really the first one to see this, you know, in the Raiders game where there was so much discombobulation in the offense where, you know, they're getting to the line with five seconds. When you get to the line with five seconds, Patrick can't check. No one can go in motion. They really have to snap the ball as is, and they can't do any deception. And when you can't do any deception, you can't get players out of position under the defensive side of the ball. And so, you know, you really can't get defenders out of position, and that's really what causes, you know, the, the big plays and the, and the chunk plays for the opposing offense. Or, sorry, the, 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 the offense, the Chiefs. And, and they've been able to do that in recent weeks. And I think for 
they, the, the simplification of the offense has really been able to allow them to get to the line with, with more time and, and allow, you know, them to be a little bit more deceptive, which is allowed, uh, for them to create more space and, and create more big plays. Yeah. Um, do you believe that, uh, an MVS, somebody not named Rice, Kelsey or Pacheco is going to have to have 50 plus yards? Uh, in some way, whether it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on a screenplay, whether it's MBS again, whether it's Justin Watson, somebody other than that that kind of trio is going to have to come through and have a big day? I, I think so. I think it's got to be a complimentary player, right? I mean, we saw that last year's AFC Championship game when MBS had 116 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, he his yards were essential in last week's game as well. Um, somebody's going to have to, especially if, you know, they're not perfect. Uh, you know, with the turnovers and with the drops and stuff, you know, somebody's going to have to step up and compliment. Uh, if they play a perfect game from a running game and a, and a turnovers perspective, maybe they can get by with just Kelsey and Rice. Uh, but if, if there's any mistakes at all, which, you know, you know, they're going to be, um, you know, they're going to need a third player, uh, to make some plays. Uh, run the ball, run the damn ball. How important is it that Isaiah Pacheco either won Quantity of carries, they show Baltimore that they will run it and will run it all the time, and you better defend the run. Or is it even more important, not just a quantity of carries, they also need a quality of carries. They need X amount of yards on the ground. How important will the run game be for the Chiefs having success? I think it's, I think it will be. I mean, the, the Houston Texans were simply unable to move the football on early downs last week, and a lot of that was the run game was unimaginative and ineffective. And, you know, you, I looked at the numbers, like, the Ravens' pass defense is really the, the – I mean, that that's what makes them go. And, and, you know, to me, you have to be able to offset that a little bit. Uh, and it's not that, you know, you have to center your offense around the run game, but you at least have to be able to have a credible threat. Yeah, and and, and do you think they will have success? I, I think so. Um, I You know, not having Tooney will hurt, but I think Allegretti is, you know, at least a, a competent player. I think he's above replacement player level there, so – I think that they'll be able to do some things that 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 give them some success. What what is I, I remember years ago you told us that the least important, according to the analytics, least important player on the field is the left guard. Joe Tooney's the best left guard in football. Uh, how much does this hurt them going from Tooney to Allegretti? Uh, I think you know it's it's significant. I mean, I you know Tooney's probably the best in the NFL, so you're probably talking about you know less than half a point, but not. You know, not not zero, not zero, but less than half a point. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, is it which is the if they would all three of them not play Edwards, Willie Gay, my uh, Joe Tooney, uh, rank them in order of importance. Uh, Willie Gay, Tooney, Edwards. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we're talking to Eric Eager from Sumer Sports here, the Vice President of Research and Development, talking about the uh, Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, what do you think's at stake? For the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, for Patrick Mahomes, for Andy Reid, uh, when it comes to just this game, not not going on and winning the Super Bowl, but is it pure house money and they are what they are, or does another trip to the Super Bowl, does that mean it's just Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes? Uh, what, what, what's at stake for the Chiefs in this when you look at it from a historical standpoint? I, I think it's very asymmetrical. I think it's house money. I think there's a lot more pressure on the other side. Um that being said, of course, like, you know, Patrick is, you know, incredibly competitive and I think he wants to catch, you know, Brady. And so, you know, every season that he, that he doesn't get any closer is obviously a wasted season. And 
you know, I don't necessarily know if he wants to play into his forties. Right. So that, that's a, you know, that, that's going to be a consideration, but I think that there's a lot of pressure on Baltimore, right? You, you look at Lamar Jackson, two MVPs before he's 30 years old, a Super Bowl, I think puts him in the hall of fame conversation already. Um, Patrick Mahomes is already in that conversation firmly. And so I think that the the stakes are really asymmetrical here, especially with Baltimore playing at home and this being a down season for Kansas City. Um, I, w- I want to take you back to last year because I had a fun discussion uh, last night uh, with, uh, with Mike Sando uh, and we were talking about, I said, you know, interesting to believe kind of something we talked about on our uh, 2D NFL podcast, me, you and Jeff Chadia. Uh, on Tuesday night, uh, which you can get wherever you find your podcasts. Um, and that was, and, and you kind of brought it up, you spirited this, that like, hey, this is a guy that it wasn't a slam dunk to, to re-sign Lamar Jackson, right? Like that maybe he, you know, could be, you know, could be had. We know he could have been had theoretically for two first-round picks, and nobody moved on him. And they ended up getting the deal done with the Baltimore Ravens, and here he is an MVP. I said, do you think the Atlanta Falcons wish that they did that? And he had written a column, and I brought it up because of the column, that, hey, that there were NFL personnel people that were tired of hearing that narrative that, like, oh, anybody could have had Lamar Jackson. He's like, it was two first-round picks, and Lamar Jackson wanted an entirely guaranteed contract. Would it have been worth a team like the Falcons or anybody else that doesn't have a franchise quarterback to have given a fully guaranteed contract and two first-round picks to go get Lamar Jackson last year? I think with the benefit of hindsight, yeah. I mean, um, I think now, you know, at the time, at the time, I think it's a little bit more questionable. Um, but given, you know, the situation of the Falcons and I live in that town and you go to their games and, you know, you're sitting there in the second quarter and there's a lot of empty seats. You look at Arthur Blank, you know, you want to go after Bill Belichick and, you know, you want to make a splash and, you, know, you end up with Raheem Morris, and I don't. You know, I think people are happy, but I don't know if that's necessarily going to fill the seats. I, I still think Lamar Jackson would have been a, a, a good player to go after. Um, I, I, I think I, I, I still, I still think he should have been a consideration for a, a couple of NFL teams. Yes. Yeah, that that was my point. And and first of all, the Ravens, I think, probably were willing to listen to trade offers, and they got none. Then they're like, well, what do we do? We, we either sign him or we, or we get nothing, right? Then, and so I think they then, you know, acquiesced to giving a lot of, uh, guaranteed money, not all guaranteed money like Lamar Jackson wanted, you know, so like, had you traded for him, I don't know that, you know, at the time that you would have traded for him, that you would have had to have given him anything more than he got as far as guarantees go. And I think now the way he played and, and Mike said, Hey, you know, people, nobody believed him. You yourself said, like that, and, and I do. I, I don't think he's going to win like three or four championships. I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes equal. And I said, well, okay, that's fine. But I, I think he's definitively better than what, you know, two thirds of the league has at quarterback. And that's what makes you a competitive team. It's a better place to start having him than not having him. So, and by the way, the job of a general manager is not to, you know, get the agreement of, of talk show hosts. The job of the general manager is to be right, to be more right than a talk show host. He's not going to spring training here in a couple of weeks. He's not covering Royals baseball. Like, I do a lot of things. I don't just focus on building a football team. If you're going to focus on just building a football team as a general manager, you're in the GD get-it-right business. So get it right. Yeah. And, and when you, like, in Atlanta in particular, 
When you go out, I can't remember what's the kid's name from Cincinnati that was the starting quarterback. Des- Desmond Ritter. When you go at it with Desmond Ritter and Lamar Lamar Jackson could have been had for two first round picks and money, you screwed up. Can we agree on that? Right. I mean, you go seven and ten, three straight years. I mean, that's like, yeah. I'm like, come on. I, I I don't get it. And so I didn't. To me, that's just some of the bias that. And I'm sure whatever executive Mike's talking to is a guy that. I don't know, maybe he was a guy that had a shot at him and is, like, feeling the heat, like, why didn't you go get him? Like, to me, the point is not to rub somebody's nose in it that they didn't go get Lamar Jackson. Because, yes, there were lots of reasons not to go get him. The point is to study why you missed it, right? Isn't that what every general manager that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes and maybe even Brett Veach should do this for when Patrick Mahomes is done, if he plans on continuing to do this job after Patrick Mahomes is done, and, and for for data scientists like yourself, the goal is to to look at it. The, the lesson is to look at it and say, okay, we weren't telling everybody in the world to go give whatever it takes to get Lamar Jackson, but they should have. And why weren't we? What did we miss? Isn't that how you get better as an organization? Is every organization that doesn't have it nailed at quarterback and didn't make a move for him should be looking at, okay. What did we miss? Like, what, what, what did they do? Do we not have, is it a, a lack of belief in our offensive coaches that they can develop them? Isn't that the lesson that everybody in the NFL should be taking here? Yeah, I think so. And I think that digging your heels in is just another, I mean, the whole, the whole, I mean, I, I think a lot of, you know, we, we see it in the data. I mean, you know, contracts, uh, you know, um, you know, even second contracts for players they're correlated with draft status. I mean, play, you know, these GMs, they, they, they carry with them their pri- their biases from draft day, right? You know, even Brett Beach, who's a phenomenal GM, has been on an absolute heater of late. Like, he still, like, goes in and, you know, takes a chance on, you know, failed first-round picks because he still likes to cling a little bit to, you know, the, you know, the opinions he had when these guys were coming out, right? Like, it's just human nature, right, to try to, you know, continue to, you know, sort of hedge on the, you know, the, the Jets hung on to Zach Wilson as, as, you know, Aaron Rodgers backup in large part because they wanted to hang on to the morsel of likelihood that he would develop behind Aaron Rodgers. And, and as opposed to cutting bait, because there was a 99% chance they were simply wrong. Right. And so that, that, that's, that's, and it's never been more true about Lamar Jackson. You know, even the Ravens missed on Lamar Jackson. They drafted Hayden Hurst before him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that's, that, that's been, you know, kind of the, the thing about Lamar's entire career. I were talking to uh, Eric Eager uh, from Sumer Sports. Great spot to go for all the analytics, the data, the math. If you love football and you love what makes football go, then you'll love Sumer Sports. Go to sumersports.com. Uh, Eric Eager's uh, great, great website. Uh, time for our final four brought to you by the University of Kansas Health System. Did you know if you're a golfer, uh, they uh, can get you set up with uh, their wonderful golf analysis, a 90-minute golf fitness evaluation that includes the Titles Performance Institute screening, KVS 3D motion swing analysis, personalized exercise routine, dynamic warm-up routine. You can learn to play better, healthier, pain-free golf. Uh, it's all at the uh, University of Kansas Health System. Go to kansashealthsystem.com slash sports performance. Eric, I'll start you with this. Uh, is Bill Belichick done as a head coach in the NFL? No. I actually think we might get some NBA stuff. You know, there might be like, let's say Jacksonville starts like 0-5. You know, like we might get Belichick like taking over a team mid-season or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we might get some Doc Rivers nonsense with Belichick in one of these one of these times. Like, I I think it's going to be crazy. I think 
his next stop will be his last. But I think we'll get one more Belichick uh, stop in the NFL. Would you describe your relationship, uh, your relationship, excuse me, with Sam McDowell as a bromance? Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, I, I think very highly of Sam. Yeah. Sam's great. Yeah, that, as do we. As do we. The topic just came up yesterday. We were having fun uh, with, with that. Uh, you should go check the podcast. Um, all right. Uh, have you given out any beads uh, there in New Orleans? No. I mean, I like, I, I joked about margaritas. I actually, my flight got delayed, uh, so I didn't get in until 2 a.m. Central. So actually, uh, you know, I, you've gotten the best of me today because I really love you, um, but I'm actually like half away. So. <laughs> All right, and finally, give me your prediction on the game. Who wins? What's the score? I'm going to go out on a limb. Chiefs 20, Ravens 10. I think, uh, you know, we, this is why we're Chiefs fans. This is the best. All right, there it is. It's a fandom pick is what I heard out of that. Not an analytics pick. A fandom pick. Uh, carry that uh, carefully as you head to FanDuel. Eric, you're the man. We appreciate it. Enjoy New Orleans. We'll talk next week. All right, take care, Petro. You're the best. That is Eric Eager, the best in the business from uh, Sumer Sports. He's brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. That is Gan Asphalt and Concrete. Find him online at ganasphalt.com. Uh, we're here at Rally House. Uh, when we come back, uh, next hour, as a matter of fact, we'll talk to uh, Danny Klingsky, a little Danny Unleash, get his thoughts on the game, and uh, we'll do a little shopping. Hoodies, T-shirts, sweats, drinkware, uh, everything you need for a tailgate, everything you need for a man cave, for an office. If you're a Chiefs fan and you want to show it, Rally House. We'll help you do it like nobody else can. I'm wearing my hoodie I got right here at Rally House. I'm going to be buying some uh, drinkware. I think that's what I'm going home with today. 19 locations around the metro. Go online to rallyhouse.com to find your closest location or to shop all of their great merchandise right there online, rallyhouse.com. We're at 95th and Quivira. We'll take a break, talk more Chiefs football. AFC Championship game celebrated. Of course, you'll hear it right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB, your home of the AFC Championship game, and always your home of the National Football League. All right, besides Detroit, what current NFL city has gone the most seasons since they hosted a league or conference championship game? Brought to you by Joe's Kansas City Barbecue.